0: The College Football Experience, South Carolina Gamecocks, 2023 Season Preview Episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes, score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollars in prizes up for grabs. Join today at SportsGambling Podcast.com slash Patreon at SportsGambling dot slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by parlay play. Yes. Parlay play is a lead pipe locking uh, you know, essentially for parlaying player props, go to parlay.com or and use the promo code SGP for a hundred percent deposit bonus today. And remember as always folks to let it ride. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app to get the last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off. And remember, as always, to let it ride. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State. And you're listening to SGPN Let It Ride. South Carolina Gamecocks, 2023 season preview. I'm excited to talk Beamer ball and the Gamecocks as he enters year three in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, Perhaps you're wondering who the hell you're listening to. Well, my name is Colby Swing, and database dad, AKA pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee, oh.
1: happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would've killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life.
0: Yes, year three of the Beamer experience. And I gotta thank our our, our guest here. Cause so I feel like he helped sway me to the over a year ago. And he overcast. it. Yes. If you're watching youtube.com slash the college experience, I am joined by well, he's at the he's been a part of the footprint. Yes, he's been a part of the footprint of the college football and college basketball experience for quite some time. Uh, he is the host of the NBA gambling podcast. And I believe uh, he, he resides some, some of the time in Columbia, South Carolina. So I figured I got to hit him up, get a, uh, give it up more Darrell Furman, Jr. How you doing, bro?
1: What's going on brother. It's good to be back. It's good to be here talking. I had the itch. I had the itch to yeah. talk a little college ball. and. I did sway you on to the over last year, over six, that cash. We didn't have to worry about it. But I was wrong, Kobe. I was wrong last year, and I wanted to apologize. And you and the people all deserve an apology for me being wrong.
0: Wrong on what? Because
1: on this show, a year ago, you can go back and check the tape. I said that South Carolina would 100% beat Georgia and Clemson in the same season. They got destroyed by Georgia.
0: Everyone did. Now, to be fair,
1: <laughs> everyone did. Yeah. But what do they turn around and do? They oh. turn around and beat Clemson and yes. Tennessee in the same season and go eight and five cashing the over never in doubt go game.
0: Yeah. Actually let's talk about that for a second because honestly I was going through this. I was looking back at their, their season from a year ago and I'm sitting there like, you know, th- we start this off with they didn't really beat anybody good. Like Georgia State, okay, and that game was actually closer than that final score. There was a couple block punts, I believe, that got the Be- Beamer ball happened uh, at Williams Bryce. There they lose at Arkansas, they lose to Georgia, they beat a terrible Charlotte team, they beat a down South Carolina State team in the FCS, they beat Kentucky. But remember, Will Levis wasn't available to play in that game, right? So you're sitting there like, okay, they beat Texas A&M, who ended up five and seven, unbelievable terrible year for Texas A&M. And then they beat Vanderbilt who was five and seven. You're sitting there as I was going down. I was like, they didn't beat anybody good. And then, then you get to November 19th and you're like, Whoa, they beat the piss out of, uh, you know, the Tennessee volunteers. I mean, whoo, a Royal ass whooping. Now I was at that game. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, 63 to 38. And obviously Tennessee was, 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 you know, rolling prior to that game. And then in uh, Clemson, South Carolina, they come from behind, get the win, 31-30. Um, and all of a sudden, you're thinking this. When's th- the last time Clemson lost in Clemson? Yeah. Dude, that's got to be, especially in that rivalry game. In that rivalry game, it's been probably even longer than the last time yeah. they lost at Clemson.
1: Yeah. Um, they don't lose. They don't lose in Death Valley. And they went in there and, and put it on them boys for sure. Got
0: Plus. got it done. And, and you know, I, I in my opinion, like they were... Riding a ton of momentum, I thought, man, you know, they landed a couple recruits that I I thought uh, were were huge recruits. I know this five star out of uh, DC it was a stud that they got, um, and I'm sitting there like, man, Beamer has this momentum going. Eight and five season, uh, you know, he's 15 and 11 in two years, and I was on the fence a little bit. I know his dad was legacy. But I, I thought like, man, he never really, you know, he was kind of a position coach, which you, ne- you you know, sometimes it's hard to know how well you can coach if you haven't been an offense coordinator, or defense coordinator, you know? So yeah. I, I was, my, I was a little bit, you know, like, man, are they giving it to him a little too early in his career? But man, he's proven me, proven me wrong a little bit. What do you think? Like, if the, the, what do you think the people in Columbia, South Carolina, are they, are they sold on, on, on Beamer? And like, this is the future. Yeah,
1: absolutely. They are. They're sold on Beamer ball. It was, it, it was the win. If it wasn't solidified by beating Tennessee, who is also, you know, a rival, you end up beating Clemson as well. That's, that's the game in Dev Valley. You went and got that done. You went to a bowl game. Like this yeah. is a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent where, you know, everybody wants Shane Beamer and his ball club. And it's really because Beamer one testament to trusting his defense and being able to, retool that defense like they were last year. It was a very good defense last year. And then also he got the quarterback. He wanted the court. It may not be the best quarterback in college football, but it's the quarterback. He believes in and it can make plays for him. And that's Mr. Rattler.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And him coming back is huge. We're going to talk all about that, but I think they're very happy with Beamer as well. Uh, folks, we're going to break down the offense, the defense, the special teams. We're going to go game by game on the Gamecock schedule. we also got a visit from Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour. Talk about his experiences to William Williams, Bryce stadium in Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, But before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience, South Carolina Gamecocks, 2023 season preview episode. It's brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Yes, sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals contest with a thousand dollars for first place. Uh, Besides uh, season-long contests, they also have weekly contests just for our patrons, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast, completely ad-free and full of behind-the-scenes stories from SGPN. Look, we've been rocking independent for since 2011. All right. So we got some good stories that maybe you can't release. Maybe Patty C cost me about nine grand once on a bet. Um, you're going to hear all that behind the scenes. Some Lenny Dykstra talk, obviously Like uh, we got some great stories on, on him when he was our guest on our show. There's even a discord channel just for those patrons. Uh, only you can prevent corporate gambling. So do your part and sign up today sports slash Patreon That's sports slash Patreon. And remember as always folks to let it ride. We're also brought to you by game time. Look, uh, I don't know about you folks out there, but if you ever been to a game I, and I, I use this one, I was in Missoula, Montana doing some comedy and it dawned on me that they were playing. They were hosting the Eastern Washington Eagles and both were, you know, FCS top 10 teams. Uh, and I was like, Oh, I got to go to this game while I'm here. Since I'm going to be here, I got to And everyone in the town was talking about this game that if you haven't been to Missoula, the whole, t- the whole town shuts down for football. It's fantastic. But I had a hard time getting tickets. I was checking all the, the online places. I I couldn't find, this is like 10, 12, 13, 14 years ago. So uh, game time wasn't available then. All right. I couldn't find anything then. And I'm trying to, sca- you know, I'm asking people at the bar, you got an extra ticket. I, I end up, you know, find a ticket, but paid way too much for a ticket there. Uh, and look really, that's why you should check out game time. The game time app. Absolutely. Fantastic. Also uh uh GameTime.co. because buying, buying tickets to your favorite events should not be that stressful. All right. Game time is, is a fast and easy way to buy the tickets, you know, for all the sports, music, comedy, and, and theater stuff near you. Uh, And they got killer deals on last minute tickets and they have the best price guaranteed. You can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hype for the fun you'll be having at that very event. All right. And let me tell you, game time is the place for the last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. All right, game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, uh, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Uh, the game time guarantee means uh, you'll always have the best price too. If in fact, if you find tickets in the same section, uh, you know, or the row uh, that for less, game time will credit you one hundred and ten percent of the difference. Holy hell! Snag the tickets without the stress with the ga- with game time. You know, download the game time app, create an account, and use the code uh, CFBX. For 20% off your first purchase. Yeah. I'm sorry, $20 off your first purchase. Not 20% off. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code. Uh CFBX for $20 off. Download the Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. All right, we are back on the college football experience 2023. South Carolina Gamecock season preview episode. And look, I mean, when we, when we started doing this five, six years ago, we didn't the transfer portal, unless it was a, like a quarterback or someone that you knew was just a complete beast. Uh huh. You didn't really talk about it. Cause it was like, Oh, the, you know, Ole miss out of three guys, you know, or something like that. You're like, probably, probably guys that are, will, will, will matter three, four years from now. Shit has changed in the world. And uh <laughs> Man, I mean, the transfer portal is like a—it's like the four hundred five freeway out here in LA. So you got to key on it, and that's—and this is what I find so interesting. I'm, I'm going to uh, bring it back to the momentum thing in in a minute here, but let, I'm going to talk about what is departing from South Carolina in the portal, and then what what what's coming in, because yeah. I, I think it 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 you know raises a few questions on, on things moving forward. Leaving Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, was quarterback, Braden Davis. He headed out to the Syracuse orange Uh Obviously, you know, Spencer Rattler's there. So I, I can understand that one. Defensive lineman, Demetrius Watson hit the portal offensive tackle, Colin Henrick hit, uh, headed off to Georgia state in Atlanta in the sunbelt safety. Anthony Rose hit the portal. Uh, this is where, you know, this is a, there's a couple of big time, substantial ones. This is one of them. Jordan Birch, four-star transfer heads out to the Oregon Ducks. Was shocked to see uh him leave. He's he was very good a season ago. Brutal. Yeah. Uh then you had running back Rashad Amos head out to the Miami, Ohio uh Red Hawks. Okay. That's not a huge one there. Defensive end, uh Roddick Roddick R- 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 Fitton um heads out to East Tennessee State. Quarterback Jalen Daniels, not the Kansas Jayhawks, Jalen yeah. Daniels. Uh he heads out to the portal. Uh, this uh, this one here, four-star transfer defensive end Gilbert Edmond heads out to Florida State. Once, so you lost both four-star defensive ends that were studs last year, absolute studs. Critical, critical. Wide receiver Corey Rucker heads back to Arkansas State, where he had transferred in the year before. Um, r- starting running back, four-star transfer Marshawn Lloyd heads out to Lincoln rally and USC. Brutal, a brutal loss, right, left and right here. Uh, offensive tackle Jordan Davis heads to South Alabama in the Sunbelt. Uh safety Tyrese Ross hits the portal. Uh tight end Jaheem Bell, stud, four-star, goes to Florida State as well. Florida State just coming in and, and grabbing a couple, you know, really good players from the Gamecocks. Uh mm-hmm. I mean, dude,
1: Bell was going- a dog last year.
0: Yeah, and and even worse, the backup Austin Stogner, who was very good the year before at Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley. He jumps back to Oklahoma because he's from Oklahoma said he was, he missed home. Uh, cornerback Joey Hunter heads out to the, uh, to the Akron zips. Um, and uh, I believe safety RJ Roderick had hit the portal as well, but man for that's substantial hits. You starting running Sorry. back both your tight ends who have proven to be good, really good, big time college football players, both your defensive ends and then a couple other depth spots. But uh, I mean, Rucker might've got some burn this year at South Carolina. I don't know, but uh, I, let's talk about what's coming in and then I'll get to the, the question. I guess I want to ask now, I think they did a great job patching it up, considering, considering, you know, losing those guys uh, defensive lineman, Jataeus green uh, gear from Syracuse. I think they're excited about him because uh, a few schools, you know, a few big time schools wanted him. Um uh-huh. so trying to trying to patch it up there. Charlotte offensive lineman, Jackson Hughes. They got some tape on him because they played the Game Cox a season ago. Uh wide receiver Eddie Lewis and the news coming over from uh the Memphis Tigers. Uh then you got uh the likes of Juco transfer, Mario Anderson at the running back spot. Um Arkansas transfer Trey Knox. Okay, that's a good to me. I get it. Bell leaves for Florida State. Uh huh. Stogner leaves for Oklahoma. Those are two really good tight ends. Knox though was good at Arkansas last year. So to me, they did a decent job patching it up there. Um, Old Miss defensive end, Jerron Willis comes in They're They're hoping this can fill the gap from losing both ends to uh, Oregon and Florida state, Florida tight end, Nick Elksnisk uh transfers in the Gators. Wow. Rival going to your rival, taking a player. Also Joshua Simon, a tight end from Western Kentucky. I actually like this one it, to me. That one is going to be a sne- sneaky because I think everyone thinks Trey Knox is going to start and I think uh-huh. Simon can play too. So it, I think there'll be a decent battle in camp. Um, I, if you watched Hilltopper football, I remember they throw the ball about a thousand times a game, but he can play um, offensive tackle. Sidney Fugar comes in from Western Illinois. That's another thing. The offensive line wasn't Amazing a season ago. So we're gonna key in on that in a second. And Yale, offensive tackle going to the Ivy Leagues. Uh Nick Gar- Gargillo uh coming in from the Bulldogs of Yale. My apologies if I butchered your name. But I mean, we're gonna grade the portal here. I think you have to grade it a loss, right? I
1: mean, it's not just the portal, like you gotta think. You lost your number one, number two corners, and Cam Smith and Darius rushed to the league. Yeah. So if you add your league and the portal, it, it's a huge loss for South Carolina and their additions have not made up for it.
0: Yeah. And that's, so this is back to my question on the momentum. I don't understand the fact that like you, man, to end the season, you beat Tennessee. It was like top 10. You beat Clemson. It was top 10. All of a sudden it looks like, and you almost knocked off Notre Dame in the bowl game. And, it's, and you didn't have a lot of players playing that game. But some people sit out and you're like, okay, Beamer's really building this. Beamer Magic's working. And then I was shocked to see that this mass exodus in the portal, What I, I, does that ruin some of the momentum you think that they built? I think
1: South Carolina's getting some of the, you're power five, but you're not really power five treatment from a lot of the players and that respect in around the league. And it's the fact that yeah, we respect South Carolina ball, but if we get a good year at South Carolina and that boosts our stock, that we can go to, in Florida Oregon, yeah. a Florida State, a Florida, if uh, Oklahoma, if that boosts our stock and we can go over and make it, our, make our way over there. Absolutely, we're gonna do it, and it feels like that's what South Carolina has been. That's what a lot of these other schools in these conferences in the back end of. These super conferences and stuff like they're basically getting the scraps, and it looks like South Carolina just continues to put people on and then lose them in the portal. Losing Bell was just tremendously, like, tremendous, dude. Both
0: ends are studs, Birch stud, you know what I mean? Like, like Edmund, I I think both those guys got a shot at playing in the NFL. Um, uh, yeah, brutal hits, and you wonder you wonder if it's NIL. Cause you would think South Carolina would probably have a decent NIL collective, but Oregon obviously has a, I would think, Better. I would think, you know, that Phil Knight Nike money, uh, but uh-huh. then uh, Florida state, I know it kind of had some issues with it. Maybe they got their ducks in a row. Who knows? Uh, Oklahoma also, as you alluded to, you know, I know they obviously, you know, big time, big time football program. So maybe that's the case, but man, I was shocked to see that this off season. So looking at, so
1: let me just add this piece of it for the team. And that is while losing the talent that they lost is tremendous and just talent wise, they are not going to recuperate that, but mindset wise and of the locker room and what Shane Beamer has this team thinking is Everybody that is on that team currently wants to be there. They want to be in South Carolina. They want to win games at South Carolina. There's no, I'm trying to make it here. I'm trying to get there. You've gotten all that mentality out of there. This is everybody that is left wants to be in South Carolina and they're going to go out there. And while they may not be as talented as a lot of other schools, they're going to play hard for South Carolina.
0: Yeah. And look, sometimes that. I think you look at Texas a and a season ago or I don't know if it's Jimbo or what, but there's certain instances or, or Miami hurricanes, look at them. Or sometimes you have a talented roster, but handling, handling the egos. Some people want, to, are they, you know, they're mad, this, this, this. Sometimes if you just get the right guys that want to play there and want to win and are, 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 are gonna, you know, show up and be there for you. Sometimes that's better than the the team with all those five stars. So yeah. uh perhaps perhaps couldn't maybe a blessing in disguise. Um I want to talk about this offense a year ago. So that's some, something that's interesting too, is uh Satterfield's gone an offensive coordinator and you know, it seemed like they wanted him out before those Tennessee and Clemson games. After the Tennessee Clemson games, you're kinda like, Oh, ah, well maybe, but uh uh-huh. You, you know you look at the so new offensive of coordinator is uh Dell Loggins I think it is Loggins um they were 38th in scoring offense a year ago so clearly good there but this is what the shocking numbers are it's almost unbelievable to me that they were an 8-win eight 8-and-5 eight team and played in the SEC cuz they were 105th in the nation at running the ball pretty Terrible. amazing yeah the offensive line big question marks uh 40th in passing offense but 71st in offense so not even a top 50 offense uh, uh-huh. So, I mean, I guess Satterfield's gone. Okay. I got, I mean, maybe the fact that Spencer Rattler's going to have to learn a new offense could be a little concerning, but obviously I think you should put up better numbers with South Carolina's talent. Um, now on the offensive side of the ball, I I would say bringing back Spencer Rattler is probably the biggest thing, but obviously losing your starting running back and starting tight end and, and actually both tight ends and, you know, uh, a wide out. Uh, per, hurts. It hurts some. So you're returning six starters, but that that's a little bit. That should be an asterisk there. Six starters who have started college football games at the at the FBS level is what I'm yep. trying to say. So, um, Spencer Rattler is due back. Obviously, they have Luke Doty to to back back him up as well. So obviously, Rattler when he's where do you what do you how do you feel about Spencer Rattler in general?
1: Uh, I'm indifferent on him. I think Spencer Rattler is a game manager and you can put him in situations, but he really thrives more when you can run the ball, like you can take some of the pressure off of him. Uh, not require him to do much because he's a guy that's, Uh, very in his own head and he wants to go out there. He's a competitor. He wants to go out there. He wants to make every play. He wants to make every throw. He wants to have the game winning drive and stuff like that. And sometimes it doesn't work out like that. He's very, very fearless, like a very, very fearless guy. And so, you know, if he makes a couple bad decisions, he's not afraid because he felt like he could have put it through the window. So that can be a gift. And it can be a curse at times.
0: Yeah. That's what I was about to say is like, I think he's talented, but I also think, which one are you going to get? Like, yeah. when he's on, you can make a case. He looks like one of the better quarterbacks in the football. He looks like a Heisman. Football.
1: Yeah. He looks like a Heisman. And when he's on and when he's off, he looks like somebody that probably should be playing in your local flag football league. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 100%. 100%. So uh, maybe he takes the ne- next step forward. He actually has two years of eligibility. I know a lot of people were surprised he came back. If he wanted to, if their NIL collector could step it up, he might have uh-huh. two more years to Spencer Rattler. Uh, the running back position, which is something I want to circle, because obviously they were terrible at running the ball. But Marshawn Lloyd, I think, is a pretty good back. I I think it was the more so the offensive line that, than say him, and he's out to USC. So now Juju McDowell is penciled in, penciled in to be the starter. They also have uh, da- Daquan Joyner that uh, to carry think, on. Oh, to carry on. Okay. Joyner, yep. Sorry. Sorry. Mario Anderson, also another guy. Uh, they're counting on a freshman wideout. I think that I'm, I was a bit shocked when I was doing my homework on here on, on South Carolina, that uh, uh, I'm j- Nicholas Harbor. And this might be the freshman five-star that I think everyone's talking about. Um, I, that's shocking to me. You can come right in and start in the sec. So you must be really, really fucking good. Uh, yeah. Ant- Antoine Wells, who was first team sec a year ago, he was mm-hmm. at, he was at uh, JMU uh, a couple years ago, transferred in played really well. Xavier Leggett as well back the receiving core and you add in Trey Knox, the Arkansas I kind and Josh Simon. I kind of think the receiving core is fine. How about you?
1: Yeah, he's got weapons. He's got weapons. Wells was his favorite target last year. Bring in a five-star that can go out there. He's going to be looking to try to make some plays very, very early on. It's really about trying to, like I said, they have talent. And now it looks like everybody – this is everybody that wants to be at South Carolina. They're all going to play for South Carolina. I mean, South Carolina has a range of possibilities where they can be the same thing where they were last year, 8-5, and five, make a pool game. Or they yeah. can be one of the last place teams. And it's it, it it's tough. It's tough, man. It, I think it starts up front with that offensive line. I really do. The that's, offensive line is going to dictate what they do all season.
0: And I think that's the biggest question mark coming into, uh, coming into the season because uh, – you know, you bring back for Lee at the, at the center spot and right tackle Jakai Moore. But after that, it's, it's a lot of unknowns. I think Trey Jones is a the guy there. They're counting on at right guard to step up. He played in nine games a season ago, uh, Sydney Fugar uh, at the left tackle spot. Obviously he, he's the transfer from Western Illinois. They're really banking on him to jump up Western Illinois, FCS school. So and left tackle, such a key position when you, when you pass, uh, you know, pass the football, um, we're going to see how these newcomers will do on the offensive line, the defensive side of the ball. Once again, like I'm still kind of shocked at these numbers, considering they're eight and five Clayton whites, the defense coordinator and scoring defense 86 a season ago, they were the 116th rush defense in America. That's shocking to me on an eight yeah. and five team. They were 34th in pass defense. Their total defense was 88th once again. So your offense 71st total offense, your defense 88th. I'm shocked that they are eight and five. It almost seems to be like, if you just look at numbers, you're like, that's, that's almost impossible. Right? So you're like, whoa, eight and five uh, to have numbers like that. It doesn't, it's not very common as someone that previews all 133 teams, uh, especially, uh-huh. especially in the sec. Sometimes you'll see it in like the conference USA or something. So, or the Mac, but uh, the defensive side of the ball only returns four starters. And I think that is very, very concerning. Um, the defensive line has one returning starter, but once again, they did go to the portal to add some of those guys that I was talking about, but only one returning starter a a year ago in defensive tackle uh, Hemingway that that's back. Alex Huntley is is projected also to be on the, the other defensive tackle he played in 14 games a season ago, start had three starts. So at least a little familiarity there linebacking core. Everybody's new. They have no returning starters in the linebacking core. Uh, that that's tough that's tough the secondary as you alluded to they lose the corners but uh, Marcellus dial is one guy that that uh, started seven games a year ago so we pencil him as a, a, a returning starter strong safety uh, Nick Amanawari is back as well and DQ Smith at the other safety spots so three of three of four in a away I know they lost both corners but if you got a guy that starts seven starts okay three of four, but man, there's a lot of new faces on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. I have a hard time. believing I think they're, they're going to get torched. I was about to say, I have a hard time believing they're going to be better on defense. Torched. Yeah. I think
1: they're going to get torched all season.
0: Uh, they do return their kicker and their punter. So if they're in a close game, that always, that stuff always matters and can make or break a win total. Um all right, look, we're going to get to the schedule and go game by game, but yeah, I, I let's just let me hit on this real quick. Do you think the offense can be better than uh than 71st? I think it could be. Potentially. Yeah. The defense though, I know they were 88th no, the a season shot. ago. I I don't know. I don't know about them. Uh All right, look, we're going to talk we'll we'll talk uh, about the schedule. Hopefully you're watching on YouTube. As you see this, this sweet graphic, shout out to cam Kerr, the graphics guy, um, getting it done. But uh, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience, South Carolina Gamecocks, 2023 season preview episodes brought to you by parlay play. Yes. Parlay plays a great way to get down in your favorite parlay to uh, player props. Football season is right around the corner. Folks and parlay play mm-hmm. will have you covered for your favorite props. Uh, look, Play plays available in a ton of different States, including Texas and California, plus our good friends up north in Canada. Parlay play is available in a ton of different provinces there, so uh, you know, check it out and uh, make sure when you do sign up with our code, and you'll get a sweet bonus to get you started. Yes, and I've already touched on this. A parlay that I like for the Week Zero college football slate. I like the over. I think I think the numbers at the. Uh, uh, wait, I I gotta pull it up, but uh, I want to say it was. F- Want to say it was like 60 or something. Uh, in San Jose State USC, uh, I like the over in that game. Uh, I also like Jacksonville State and Rich Rodriguez, which we'll be talking about in a minute to win their home opener in the FBS against the UTEP Miners. So parlay that and and thank me later. Head o- head over to ParlayPlay.io and use the promo code SGP for 100 deposit bonus up to $100. Once again, that's ParlayPlay.io promo code SGP. All right. We are back on the college football experience at folks. Remember also that we host the college basketball experience. Lamont Paris was in year one, a year ago. I think they're going to take the next step to being a good, a uh, good team in the sec there. So check out the college basketball experience. Also the college baseball experience. Gamecocks have a good squad there and uh, the FCS college football experience, which I host as well. And now we even have the big 12 experience. So we all come together. Those are all separate feeds We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, subscribe, tell a friend and make sure you check out Terrell Furman. He's on the NBA gambling podcast. He's on the, I mean, he hosts the NBA gambling podcast. He hosts the WNBA gambling podcast. You, you'll hear him on the college football and college basketball experience throughout the seasons. And you know, you'll catch him on visa. And if sometimes if have got YouTube TV, um, but Terrell here, we're looking at this. If you're watching on YouTube, you see this graphic, the wind total sitting at six without diving into the schedule. Would you say, Hey, they can do it again.
1: I think it's right about six, right about six. Uh, not even thinking about schedule offensively. I think they're there. I think they will be in shootouts. I think there'll be a lot of shootouts, but I think that Shane Beamer is and his bunch have found ways to play themselves in a lot of shootouts with bag teams and be able to come out on top. You may want them to play a little bit better. I don't think this is a team that I'd be laying a whole bunch of points with, but because of how I expect the defense to be. But I think they'll be competitive in the games they play in, and it's literally going to be like one game or two that something may go wrong in the final seconds, and we'd be like, mm, that cost us the win total, or mm, that yeah. won us the win total.
0: Well, they get a and M as their cross division rival, which I think is going to go away when, when Oklahoma and Texas join next year. But Mm -hmm. the other game, so there's two games you play cross division every year. Last year they had Arkansas this year they had Mississippi state. I think that's a favorable draw. Cause you don't draw LSU yep. or, or Bama, you know, like Mississippi or, or state's or even Ole Miss. game. Yeah. So uh, something to note there, but uh, let's start things off. The Dukes Mayo classic in Charlotte, North Carolina. Any chance you're going to be at this one? Potentially. We'll okay. see.
1: We'll see. This is, this is Labor Day weekend. I may, I may step out and go catch this one. So we'll
0: see. Uh, we got this. Is this is a game, and this is why why it's shaky for me—the defensive side of the ball. But the North Carolina Tar Heels are taking on the South Carolina Gamecocks. Uh, Last time they played uh, at this stadium was a bowl game that South Carolina won. But also, the time before that was Mack Brown's uh, first game back in North Carolina. They beat Will Muschamp at South Carolina Saturday, September second, Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina, on ABC. Man, this is a big game. Uh, this is a gigantic game to me on the win total. And I've struggled with this. I I think on the North Carolina preview, I said it was a true 50, 50 game, but I think I said, gun to my head, give me South Carolina, but I'll be honest. I hadn't previewed South Carolina yet. I hadn't gone deep and said saw the defensive losses. And I'm like, man, they're playing Drake may who might be the f- like probably going to be a top five pick in the NFL draft next year. But at the same North time, yeah. I think I might have to switch and say North Carolina, even though I know they're not great defensively, this game's going to be, this game could be a just flat out shootout. Take man. over. Yeah. Take over. Yeah. I think this one, you could end up like both teams in the high forties or something. Um, but I'm starting to believe that maybe North Carolina is in a little bit better of a spot, but I don't know. Even there's today, they ruled that they're, they're starting wideout it was not eligible. I, the NCAA transfer portal rules make no fucking sense to me. It's like, they just pick and choose their battles. It's like uh, Devontes Walker transfers in from Kent state. And for some reason they're just like, no, you're not eligible. But meanwhile, every other player uh-huh. in the world is eligible. 50, uh, 50 game. I'll say, I'll say right now, I would give a slight lean to North Carolina, but I don't feel great about it. So we got them. Oh, and one, the Furman Paladins come to town. T- Watch out by the way, hey, Furman. man, Hey man, like it that it's just Watch such a out. terrible schedule. It's a
1: terrible schedule because <laughs> you have North Carolina, then you slap Furman in the middle, and then next week you play and I'll I'll just go ahead and say you play Georgia next week. Yeah. Like yeah. If that's if that's a I'll tell you right now, I know for a fact, and we should be in Vegas at this time for yeah. NFL week yeah. one. I, I'm taking Furman plus the points. Whatever the points yeah. are, I'm taking Furman plus the points. Oh,
0: I mean Furman folks. Like I said, I host the FCS gambling or FCS college football experience and Furman like a preseason top five, top 10 team, depending on wh- wh- where you're looking. They're really good. They're really good. And it's a little mm-hmm. brother. They, they reside in South Carolina, just like uh, obviously. Upstate. Yeah. Yeah. So whew. Uh look one and one, but w- tread lightly Tread, tread lightly. Tread lightly with yeah.
1: Furman. We we are not we are not not saying that Furman can't win this game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh one and one. And then obviously you head between the hedges. Sanford Stadium would take on Georgia. And what's crazy, man, is the deep I did a deep dive on Georgia earlier this year on the Georgia preview. Go, folks, if you're a Bulldog fan, go listen to that. But I actually think last year was a rebuilding year. I think this year's team's better than last year's team. I think that's insane to say. But when I was diving into the depth, I was like, they're deeper than they were a year ago. Now, sure. They're breaking in a new quarterback, but I mean, there's no way I'm taking South Carolina to go into Sanford stadium and beat Georgia. Give me the bulldogs one and two. You You still there? Do we lose you? Did we lose you? We might've lost Terrell Furman. Uh, but I'd be very surprised if he took the South Carolina Gamecocks to, uh, to, to beat the Georgia Bulldogs in Athens, such a huge game uh, Saturday, September 16th. That's on CBS nationally televised, obviously. Uh, but yeah, I got them one and two and like, I, I mean, sure they could be two and one, they could beat North Carolina. That's a true 50, 50 game. It's a great week. One game wish was on campus, but uh, you know, we'll Sutter we will settle for uh, Charlotte, North Carolina because, uh, but you, you could also build me a case. They lose the North Carolina by a last second field goal. And like we said, they're looking at that Georgia game and they're underestimating Furman uh, and, and watch out now they should beat Furman, but watch out. I'm just saying Furman can play. So we'll see if Terrell Furman Jr. Can jump back on, on the show with us here. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean that that's just tough. And then their home to Mississippi state. Now we said this before that we're kind of happy. I think if you're a Gamecock fan, you're happy that Mississippi state's on the schedule. You got a lot of unknowns. Obviously Mike Leach who was a, such a big friend of ours here at the pro uh, on the show, been on the show a bunch of times, obviously he had his tragic passing and now they're ditching the air raid. They bring in Kevin bar Zach Arnett, the defense coordinator takes over the head coaching position after winning the bowl game for, for Mississippi state. Now that's a good thing. Cause there's a lot of unknowns at Mississippi state. I think people think that's a winnable game. Will Rogers no longer going out of the gun, uh, you know, going under center, which he hasn't done in a long time. So, but at the same time, if you're a Mississippi state fan, when do you want to play South Carolina? If you got to go to Williams Bryce, when do you want to go? You want to go right after you play Georgia because Georgia is a body blow game. So to me. It's a fair spot to catch them. It's kind of a 50-50 game. Kind of like the North Carolina game, but William's Bryce is a legit home field environment that gives you an edge. I will take South Carolina to beat Mississippi State. Do I feel confident about it? Not necessarily. Uh Will Will Rogers is very experienced. He's just not that experienced under center. So, um Mississippi State, I I've, I've said it on this very show that to me they're a complete mystery team. There's a few mystery teams out there. Colorado Buffaloes. Uh, I think Texas a and is a mystery team based off of, uh, you know, the dynamite coaching staff: Bobby Petrino, DJ Durkin, Jimbo Fisher, Steve Adazio. I just feel like it's it's a lot of a lot of personalities there. Um, but let's say two and two. Um, now they go to Neyland Stadium with Joe Milton taking over. Obviously, Hendon Hooker off to the NFL, and man. Uh man, I feel like this game is one where um you know revenge is on the mind. They beat the beat, they beat the shit out of Tennessee a year ago, and Williams Bryce. I don't think they're going and kneeling and getting that dub. I got the Tennessee Volunteers grabbing that win, so I got them sitting at two and three heading into the bye week on October seventh. Maybe you can build me a case for three and two, but I could also I could also see a case. Of one and four. So uh, they got to tread lightly. They got to tread lightly, and make sure it now, it's going to be fascinating. All those games I feel like are very interesting. Even the Furman game, I want to watch. Um, bye week is on October 7th. I think if you do want a bye week, you want it somewhere in October. And then they come out of the bye week and host the Florida Gators, who uh surprisingly beat the shit out of him a, a year ago. Florida is one team that I'm just a little bit unsure of. Graham Mertz coming in, the former five-star recruit, but uh didn't really play well at Wisconsin. Can Billy Napier, you know, uh fix fix uh, his career trajectory? Perhaps. I lean South Carolina here, and uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see. So uh I think I got Terrell Furman back and I'm gonna ask him on those games. So uh there we go. There we go. I think we're back that, Rale, that, are you there. That, yeah. Yes. So, so I was just in the middle of, of, of rattling off these games. So I, I, did you have them by, ch- I mean, I assumed you had them losing at Georgia. Yes. So that would put, put them for you at uh at one and two. Now this Mississippi state game goes in and I just made this case to, to the listeners out there that I said, you know, obviously I think you, if you want to play a team over there, there's a lot of uncertainties. They're kind of a mystery team. They're ditching the air raid, go into Kevin Barbe's offense, uh, former app state offensive coordinator. Um, so you want, I, I think like if you're a South Carolina fan, you want them on the schedule now to push back on that. I think if you're a Mississippi state fan, where do you want that game? If you got to go into Williams, Bryce, which is a tough place to win, you want it after the Georgia game. Cause Georgia is going to be a body blow game. So I can see this being a 50 50 game, but I'm taking South Carolina to win this game. What are you doing here in the, in, in, in uh, Williams Bryce on September
1: 23rd. Yeah. I'm taking South Carolina over Mississippi state. I think Mississippi state, one of the worst teams in the conference. And you know, they're devoid of talent, devoid of coaching. Uh, it's a lot to overcome over there, Mississippi state. And I didn't think they were already that good of a team beforehand. So I South Carolina, I think can definitely win that one. I got them at two and two in the first four games.
0: 2 and 2 and then on September 30th they head to Neyland Stadium. I I have this is no way they're winning this because of the way they put it on. <laughs> the way they put it on them I don't last know, year it's
1: Joe Milton. It's still Joe Milton, man.
0: <laughs> I just feel like South Carolina
1: covers they don't win. Uh
0: wait, okay. Okay, okay fair. Fair, but 12 and I I, just, half. I see 12 and a half here.
1: They I, cover 12 and a half don't win.
0: I feel like Tennessee just has this one circled all off season because it's uh-huh. like, man, they ran it up on us. So yeah, so I got them two and three heading into the bye week. You do too, and then they're hosting the Florida Gators, who did beat their ass a year ago. But I'm not high on Florida. I know Graham Mertz coming in, Billy Napier already a little bit on the hot seat after a shaky first year. I will take South Carolina to go to three and three on October 14th. How about yourself?
1: Yeah, giving some.
0: All right. And now they head to Faro field in Columbia, Missouri on October 21st and South Carolina just doesn't win at the stadium. That's the reality. <laughs>
1: Go look at the yeah, history. It's a tough, it is a back-to-back road spot. It's the first game of a back-to-back road spot. It's really tough.
0: Yeah. I don't, I think Missouri beats them. I think Missouri beats them because it's a tough spot. It's kind of a, it's just that one far road trip. It's just a weird road trip in the SEC. Uh, oh. So I got them losing to Missouri. How about you?
1: Yeah, I have them losing Missouri, and I have them losing the next one as well.
0: Yeah, me too. They head to Texas A and M. Texas A and M's talent level unbelievable. Bobby Petrino, I do think is going to make that offense fly. Sure, there's some chances that uh, you know with that coaching staff that it could be entertainment. You know, you could get some (laughs) some chaotic shit going on there. There's a lot of dynamite on the sidelines. Hopefully, it doesn't blow up if you're an Aggie fan. But yes, I do have them losing that. So then they move to uh, essentially uh, what three. No four, right? I haven't been in Florida, Mississippi State, and firm. No three, so three and five. This is a we're running out game. of games. Watch out we're here! Man. Out Me- remember, we were in I Vegas. I think they handle them. We were in Vegas a couple of years ago when Jacksonville State went into Florida State and won. Uh yeah. And Rich Rodriguez <laughs> does have his seventh-year starting quarterback back, former Clemson transfer Zion Webb. All I'm saying is the defense better get, get it together. Cause I think rich rod year two, he makes big strides, but yeah, I'll take South Carolina to beat Jacksonville state battle. Of I think the Game that Cucks. is just a
1: bad spot for If This was the beginning of the season. I think Jacksonville state was a live dog, but later on in the season, South Carolina started to figure some things out. They probably, there's a potential that they lost three games in a row here. Like we said too, but there's a potential that they lose Florida coming into town. So true. True. Uh, th- this is a definitely a good get right spot for them to try to put their season back on track.
0: I'll say this. They don't have an away game in November, which you got to like if you're a Gamecock fan. So after taking on Jacksonville state, which gives them their fourth win, they're home to Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt did play a little chippier last year, but I still lean South Carolina to get that uh, fifth win of the season. How about you? Yeah.
1: Same. Uh, I'm I'm not concerned about Vanderbilt.
0: Now Kentucky it, now it gets interesting because Kentucky I thought South Carolina got very lucky that Levis was injured because the backup quarterback play at Kentucky last year was atrocious. So uh-huh. now you have Devin Leary there. Um who I'm not even like that sold on Leary but I do think he's just he's much better than whatever backups played I think both backups played in the in the previous game a year ago. So this game as long as Leary's healthy I think it will be a much more interesting football game. You know what? Give me the win for South Carolina. What are you doing here? What does that put us at? What does that put us at? That would put us at what? That was three straight wins. Florida four, Mississippi State five, Furman six.
1: Call comes down to Clemson. No. I don't think they beat Clemson.
0: No, good. They hired Clemson, Garrett Riley. Clemson. I think that offense is going to roll this year. I so think Clemson could be in the playoff. I do too. I do too. So six and six, but look, this is, the, the win total is at six and six. I mean, I, I, I'm. I, I lean under because I, I think too. they still
1: could have lose at Florida. I think that Kentucky, Furman could be a yeah. slip up. Mississippi like, State. Yeah, games. Yeah. Last year, last year what it was, it was so many games that I were like, oh, South Carolina could like, oh, they could beat Tennessee. Oh, they could be Clemson. Oh, they could be well. I, at that point, I thought they could be Georgia, but uh, like they could, and so it, it was so much easier to lean for an over. But here it's like. Uh, Furman, like if I'm looking at your first two games and you might be 0 and 2, I don't know if I want to take the over on your win total. So these are my South Carolina game cops. I love them. I hope I'm wrong, but uh, I'm going under six this year, man. That's my pick for South Carolina.
0: I think five and seven is more likely than seven and five, and I agree with you. I will go with the under, but I mean, look, he proved me. I mean, look, I know we, we were right on taking the over last year, but man, I didn't think they would smack Tennessee the way they did and then beat Clemson at Clemson. So Beamer proved me wrong in those two outings. Uh, So perhaps, perhaps something could happen there. We're both on the under though. And folks uh, look, before we get out of here, I had a chance to sit down with Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour. This guy goes to every college. He's been to every FBS college stadium and most of the FCS. I know he's going to the uh, the A uh Central game this year, man. I'm gonna have oh, to, is he? Yeah, he's he's excited to go to that because of what, his, what day is that game this year? I think it's Am week I gonna... two. I think it's week two,
1: right? Oh, uh, it might be in Vegas.
0: Oh, I think you're right. I think you're right. So anyway, but hold on. This is an interview uh, that Michael Barker he talks about a stadiums experiences and and how the town is. So with no further ado, here is that interview. Joining me on the College Football Experience South Carolina Gamecocks 2023 season preview is none other than Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour. Yes, you should give him a follow on Twitter at CFB Campus Tour because it's the best Twitter page out there. Just gonna go ahead and say it. So it's it's he, he is the king of college football stadiums. He's been to every single FBS stadium, and his Twitter page it's not like hey you know go see uh you know the new mission impossible and tom cruise it's strictly stadium based it's fantastic it talks about the history of the stadium does the photo of the game he's been to every fbs stadium in the country that's 133 different stadiums folks he's been to a lot of the fcs a lot of d2 a lot of d3 and he documents all of it via his page which like like i said sometimes during the week you know when football season rolls around he's going to four five six seven games a week uh Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show to talk a little Williams-Bryce Stadium and South Carolina Gamecock football, man.
2: Yeah, thank you, uh, no Oppenheimer, no Barbie, no Mission Impossible, <laughs> just uh football stadium. So, yeah, this is a big time SCC environment, so let's talk about Williams-Bryce.
0: Well, trust me, man, when I when I stumbled upon your Twitter page, it was like uh, it was like an atom bomb blew up on me. And I was like, "Who the <laughs> fuck is running this page?" Uh, because wow, I mean, just uh, you do great work, man. You do, tell me about the history of this stadium.
2: So Willie B uh, opened in 1934, uh, much like most SEC stadiums started out with much less capacity, 17,000 seats. Uh, it has ballooned over the years to 77,000 seats. Uh, the record crowd was 85,199 versus Georgia in 2012. Uh, they um, prior to 1960, the, what they call the Palmetto Bowl between Clemson and uh, South Carolina. It was played in Columbia um, until 1959. Then they started alternating between Williams-Brice and Death Valley. And if you are aware of you know, some of the environments and the, the, the pre-game festivities, uh, South Carolina, they play Sandstorm before the game, and it's one of the most electric introductions, vibes that you can get anywhere. And a little factoid for you i know you like football movies i know you like 90s football movies this is where the movie the program was filmed in 1993 no way i did not know
0: that man that and i think that's personally i know people will say you know remember the titans or you know uh any given sunday no 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 get look, get that shit out of here all right the program north dallas 40 stuff like that but the program was fantastic i did not know it was filmed there man now now I definitely. I mean, I wanted to go before because this place gets lit. This place, to me, uh, I I I've been always wanted to go there. So, uh, man, that that's that's a great factoid. There. Uh, tell me, how many times have you been to the stadium?
2: So I've been there twice, and I, I think I'm a bad luck charm. So sorry, uh, Gamecock faithful. But went there in 2020, COVID year. Uh, they played number four, Texas A&M. It was the uh, second game I went to Georgia State at 11 a.m. and it's about 2 half-hour half hour drive to Columbia, so I caught the night game. Uh, this was a really good A&M team, like I said, number four in the nation. They won 48-3, to three. and then last year I wanted to make up for it. I scheduled another double. It was South Carolina at noon versus Georgia, and then Clemson at 8 p.m. versus Law Tech. And it was another blowout. That one was 48 to seven. So I've been to two games at Willie B and both times they've given up 48 points and they may not let me back in the stadium, but <laughs> That's I tough. will, I have a good, you know, I, I vouch for it. It's a great environment. And uh, like you said, you know, pregame electricity, uh, towels waving, standstorm Storm growing, it's, it's goosebumps. It's it's something that, uh, you know, I, I won't say it's underrated because people know about it. But when you think of SEC stadiums, maybe Williams, Bryce is not the first one that you mentioned, but it is absolutely worth the price of admission.
0: Yeah. I got to get them man. I just know it just looks bananas when it's rocking it. I mean, it looks awesome. I know other ones might come to mind first, but it's still high on my list that I got to get to uh, Michael. I appreciate you hopping on the show, man. And uh, yeah, maybe someday, maybe someday we can catch a game there. at Williams Bryce, man, because I, I, I've been, it's very high. It's like top 20 on my list. So uh, folks, if you're in the area, hop on over to Columbia, South Carolina, and watch the game Cox, play some ball, support some good college football and support Michael Barker by going over to, to Twitter and giving him a follow at CFB campus tour. It is well worth the follow. You will not be disappointed. Take my word for it. Thanks for hopping on the show, Michael.
2: Yes, sir. I think I'm gonna queue up the program tonight too. So um get some old feelings there. But thank you for having me.
0: One hundred percent, man. And, and anytime, man. And and I gotta do the same, man. Take care. All right. Michael Barker, Bryce State Williams Bryce Stadium. We gotta get I know you've been to a game terrell, but man, I gotta get out to a game there. That place gets lit. Yeah.
1: I I enjoyed it. It was a good time. I'm
0: curious. I'm curious what
1: he has to say about good old Wake Forest there, and the words he has to say for Wake Forest because you know I've been to Wake Forest game and I thought they were pretty boring. So, <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> oh man, and they're pro- I love their program right now. What's going on with those Wake Forest fans? They need to get out and support as well. Uh, Look, we're both on the under, but you know we're rooting for you. Well, to- we're rooting for us to be wrong, or or how about flat six at least? So we're not wrong. Yeah you're yeah. not wrong. And you're still bowling Carolina fans. All right. Uh, folks, uh, make sure you check out the NBA gambling podcast and also the WNBA gambling podcast. Terrell is on Twitter at really rel underscore, underscore. He does great work. He's on VEASAN, uh pretty often as well. If you have that on YouTube TV, check him out. He's fantastic. Terrell, appreciate you helping on the show, man. Always. Yes. And uh, folks, make sure you give us a follow at TCE on SGPN. We're on Twitter, the college football experience at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. and folks uh, we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe there. Check out all the other feeds, college uh, basketball experience, college baseball experience, the FCS college football experience, and the big 12 experience. Let's check out all those. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Check out the sports gambling Podcast. They're breaking down all 32 NFL teams. Subscribe, tell a friend, and also uh make sure you grab the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. And uh yeah, Discord. Come talk college football, college battle, whatever your sport is. All right, sportscambling slash Discord. All right, folks, this is the college football experience, South Carolina Gamecock style. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here.